What's this podcast called? Sepsis from Planet Weird. Podcast from Planet Weird. Oh. Luck of the Irish. More like freak me in the eyeballs. I love this movie. No! I told you not to bring up prom in oh, this episode. Oh, you want to talk about prom, Mama? Drama Kaflama, baby. <laughs> I was nominated for Winner Ball. Uh, God damn it, like, like zoinks, man. You know, there's a mystery in this world that needs to be solved, and the mystery is, why am I such a clown? That question and more will be answered on today's episode. Uh, welcome to Podcast from Planet Weird. This is episode 190. Uh, wow, I know we're so close to 190. We're so close to 200. 200. Um, what should we do for our 200th episode? Nothing. Dox each other and reveal each other's greatest regrets. Be in quarantine. No, but this is episode 190 of Podcast from Planet Weird, and uh, if you don't know, we're Juan and Sarah, and uh, one of us is a clown, one of us is less of a clown. You decide who, what label goes who to is who. The, who is who is the ringleader of the circus? Uh, this is a podcast where we talk about some Disney Channel movies and just old movies from our childhood. Today we are talking about Scooby-Doo, the 2002 live-action Scooby-Doo film. Wow, Scoobert McDoobert, mm-hmm. it's his time to shine, and it could not have come at a better time. Yes, uh, so today we'll be talking about that, and uh, we'll get into it in a minute, but first, Juan, how have you been? Well, you know, I just got a t- nope, <laughs> I just got a COVID test, so let's see if I got it. How'd that go? What was Wee-woo. the process? Um, I rolled, I, I, I logged into, um... I should really look up... Give me a second. I actually want to look up who this is that does these tests. Well, you drove to a place. Yeah, yeah. To an alley. So I drove to the location. Um, I drove to Mesa Community College because there are free tests at Mesa Community College. Um, the Oh, this is what it's called. The Embry Women's Health. Um, you can follow them on, Insta- on Instagram. Um, I'm I sure think everyone based- would love to do that. I mean, I, I follow them on Instagram because they, they do a lot of... They're doing a lot of COVID tests here in Arizona specifically. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if they're... I'm assuming they're an Arizona-based organization, mm-hmm. seeing as how it's a lot of stuff about here in Arizona. But um, they're they're doing a lot of free uh, COVID tests. Um, there's one at Mesa Community College. I think there's... There's there's some scattered about the, the 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 valley, but they've just been really good at like making sure that like there's not just one spot, and they're all twenty four hours, for the, from what I've seen. So like, if you are scared, and you like definitely are like one of those people that's like I'd rather go out at three a.m. because I can't go to bed. Go get tested at three a.m. It's whatever. Um, how the hell they do that, Mama? You got me. They are so dedicated. They don't sleep. Um, but yeah, I got a little COVID test. They put a little swab up my nose. They said, wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. Ten seconds later, let's do the next one. A wiggle, wiggle, wiggle. For ten seconds each time. Put it in a little bottle and then walked away. And then they said, you got insurance? And I said, no ma'am. And I sped off. You laughed and you laughed. You said, honey, I got kidney stone remnants in my body. Mm -hmm. You have no idea. The bills that I have for my kidney stone, astronomical. You said, nice try, though, Doc. <laughs> well, that's <laughs> and it. And now you so owe you me should, results. You should know in a couple days. 
Yeah, I should know in 24 to 48 hours. Here's hoping that I don't have it and it's just me being dehydrated. But if I do have it, good luck to my family and anyone who's been around me in the past 48 hours. From what you told me, I th- I think you're dehydrated and you need to drink water. That's a, that's a message I've for everyone. Make sure water. you're all drinking water, okay? Um, keeps you alive. It turns out you need it to be alive. Who knew? Um, Who knew water? <laughs> so that's all you've been doing this week? In general. Panicking about COVID and getting tested? I mean, let's just say I've, um, I've been panicking over COVID mm-hmm. every fucking day of my life. But, um, yeah, that's pretty much it. I need, a, I need to work on my... Um, I've been playing with my mullet. I've been doing this thing where I whip my hair back and forth. Because mm-hmm. I like to feel it. I think this is what horses... This is why horses whip their, their tails. They just like that feeling. Um, and this sure. is my horse tail. Okay. You know, rat tails are over, horse tails are in. Um, but yeah, I need to work on my, my painting because that that's that's probably due next week. And I oop. So, who's going to be furiously painting throughout this break? Me, mama. That's Me. right. Juan and I actually are both off of work this week. Um, so, we'll actually be recording a... Uh, another youtube video this week while we have some time off a little spooky fun video so be on the lookout for that on our youtube channel anyways um how are you how are you miss miss pattern shirt miss block print shirt thank you um i'm fine i've just been hanging out i actually weirdly enough i haven't been feeling great like the past like few nights for dinner like i haven't really eaten much i've just felt like not good um I'm not saying you should go get a COVID test. Oh my god! But maybe I should. I have time. I, I mean, time it's good. It's good. It's good. I mean, okay. Think about it this way: if everyone got a COVID test, we would know who's got it. No, yeah, I know. And like, this has been the first. Um, I mean, when did we start? We started like a few weeks back um, at work, and now, I, like, because before Probably I was like two weeks only at the house, and now I'm still just at the house but the only place i go to is the school that i work at so i am actually in contact with people for the first time since march um so yeah maybe i should anyways um i've just been hanging out living my life uh working on a puzzle that i did doing the same old thing you did last week i was working on a puzzle that i started maybe a month ago i'm trying to finish it up um so i can do another one Mm -hmm. this week yeah so the brie larson puzzle that we were supposed to do together no it's a buffy puzzle and then i have um three other puzzles that i can do not the the captain marvel one these are three new puzzles that i bought when i foolishly was like i'm gonna be doing all these puzzles and now i have little and now you just have puzzles yeah now they just sit there um but something did happen to me today i know that this isn't as dramatic or as important as your little covid dilemma but let me tell you what happened to me so oh my god tell me what i'm like but can you tell me like in a slight whisper not asmr style but like you're trying to you're trying to keep a secret um i think on like saturday i didn't change my voice at all i think on saturday um i think it was saturday that i watched um i was watching rose and rosie on youtube i don't know if you know who they are you were watching goddamn hocus pocus is what you were doing on saturday because you sent me that picture of the baby sequence i did also watch it and then i tried to stay up last night um i was on the couch and like i was watching something on my ipad which i'll tell you what it was in a minute but um 
hocus pocus was on and i was like okay i'll go to my room and go to bed after that baby sequence comes on so i can send it to the three people that i send it to every year um but then i fell asleep and i woke up and it was already at like way past in the movie it was like when the witches show up at max's house and they do the circle of salt so i was like no i missed another chance to film the scene anyways that was a bummer for me to send the baby to send the baby um no but i was watching this youtube channel rose and rosie that i love um and they were reacting to they were like watching some like gay stuff and they watched a trailer for this netflix show called teenage bounty hunters which i've never heard of right so on saturday i was hoping you would say emily in paris and i said okay what is that i don't know everyone's making a joke about it though because emily wanted to go to paris and and, uh and uh and the devil wears prada anyways um so (laughs) oh it hurts to laugh so they like watched this trailer because they were reacting to gay stuff so all of a sudden i was like oh this netflix show that i've never heard of is gay like why haven't i heard of it i should check it out and then so i started watching it probably the next day or maybe that saturday and then into sunday and then i just finished it today like while you were getting your covid test i i finished it this morning and then earlier like while i was watching it i checked the wikipedia because i was like let me just like check on like who these people are like i want to know their names so then i as i'm watching it i look at the wikipedia page i'm like oh cool whatever and then after i finish i go back to the wikipedia page because i'm like okay like the show was great i want to go follow these people on like instagram Mm -hmm. let me go let me look at their names go follow them when i go back to the wikipedia page so when i first looked at it it had said like oh this start this premiered august 3rd or whatever so a couple months ago and i still had never heard of it and when i go back after i finished the show it says it had it premiered august whatever and then a new sentence had been added within the time of me finishing the show and that sentence said on october 5th 2020 the show was canceled after one season so from the time (laughs) that i watched it this morning i had like Maybe I was on episode, like, maybe six, five or six. I think I watched five through ten today. So the mm. second half of the show. Throughout that time, at some point in there, the show had been canceled. Because I go to Deadline on Twitter, and sure enough, like, two hours ago, it's like, Netflix canceled Glow and this show. And I know, I hate to break it to you, they canceled Glow as well. And I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Like, I just fin literally moments ago i finished the show and then they just canceled it right before my eyes and i could feel it too i was like when when do they ever renew good shows when are they ever doing and mama and that's the tea and in recent times when have they been renewing good shows so i'm like i like this it'll probably get canceled you know and then it did so i'm very bummed and uh i think everyone should Should we blame this on like one million moms or whatever the fuck that thing is i don't know it's funny because it's about like these two girls who go to like a christian private school and then they like become bounty hunters um but then there's like some gay characters in there so maybe one million moms was like maybe they watched it because they were like "Ooh, christians and then they were like oh gay christians i'm out and then they they upboard i have no idea why they canceled it i think i think this is the end of netflix i think this is when we should start looking at netflix as through through a lens that just says maybe you're not worth it anymore I know, I know for Glow, they specifically said it's because of COVID. 
they like don't want to go back to mm-hmm. shooting which i get i know they did that with another show recently but like i feel like you don't have to cancel it can't you just like put it off like like obviously i don't want them to go someone's in my house okay obviously i don't want them to go film if it's not safe but like can't you just mm-hmm. push back filming Cause... like Nah, dude, Netflix is that, like, weird conglomerate that's like, I need to make money constantly, so if we can't do this, then you're out. This is such bullshit! Anyways, I'm upset, and, um, watch Teenage Bounty Hunters if you want a good time, and maybe if you tell Netflix, maybe someone else will save them. Maybe it'll be a one-day-at-a-time situation, and another network will pick them up, but... Anyways, that's what happened to me. It was, uh, very tragic, um... Maybe not as tragic as That's you so having shitty. to go get a COVID test, but I was like, are you fucking kidding me? Right in You're front of my You're over here salad. like, my show's canceled, me over here. My lungs might be canceled. Your lungs, they've seen some stuff. My lungs, they've had a cigarette. What if that's what does me in? What, because you had a cigarette Don't before in your kids. life? Don't smoke I had a cigarette. You know what's weird is this show that i just watched and got canceled kept talking about cigarettes and how bad they were and i thought that was funny (gasps) good for them anyways um do you want to talk about scoobert do no well we're going to anyway so strap in bb Scooby-Doo, also known as Scooby-Doo the Movie, is a 2002 American live-action computer-animated supernatural adventure horror comedy film based on the long-running Hanna-Barbera animated television franchise of the same name. The first installment in the Scooby-Doo live-action film series, the film was directed by Raja Gosnell from a screenplay by James Gunn and stars Freddie Prince Jr., Sarah Michelle Gellar, Matthew Lillard, Linda Cardellini, Isla Fisher, and Rowan Atkinson. The plot revolves around Mystery Incorporated, a group of four young adults and a dog who solve mysteries, who reunite after a two-year disbandment to investigate a mystery on a popular horror resort. Did you get all that? Great. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Thank you, thank you. I knew all of that. <laughs> so the movie was directed by Raja Gosnell, who we've mentioned on this podcast before because he has directed such films as... Uh, Yours, Mine, and Ours, and also your fave, Home Alone 3, uh, also directed mm-hmm. Never Been Kissed, The Smurfs, Beverly Hills Chihuahua. Um, oh no, not that. Also was the editor for um, the, the first Home Alone and Mrs. Doubtfire, so. They were the editor for whatever magazine was in the Devil Swears Prada. What? Nothing. I just want to make a lot of Devil Wars Prada jokes. Why? Also, did you know that this movie was like produced or like screen screen written by James Gunn? Yeah, that's what I had said just moments ago. Oh, did oh shit. Yeah, so this movie. I swear I was listening. This movie was written by James Gunn, who um, directed the Guardians of the Galaxy movies, and what else has he done? He also did like uh, he did this. He's he did the new. This in the, Sorry, the, the the he also did the second Scooby Doo. Um, he, yeah. he he's doing that new Suicide Squad 
oh, sequel boy. slash reboot slash whatever the he fuck produced do with that. Infinity War and Endgame. Okay. Uh, he also wrote the 2004 Dawn of the Dead film, and this says he. Ooh. This says he is going to direct Guardians of the Galaxy three. Is he back for that? Yeah, they hired him back. They said never mind. They said sorry. Please come back. That was such a huge thing, and then now they're just like, let's just take it. We're sorry. <laughs> We're sorry that you said some racist shit. A long ass time ago, and someone brought it back, and we fired you. Was it racist? I thought it was like homophobic and stuff. Either or, or like maybe they're, like they're like the same things. Oh, they're different. Um. Anyways, so yes, he wrote the film. Um. Like we said, got Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Michelle Gellar playing Fred and Daphne. They were engaged this- at the time, and they got okay, married shortly I was after say, the film came I was, out. I was going to ask them, like, did they fall in love in this movie, or after, or before, or what, what, what's the deal? No, because they, they were both in um, I Know What You Did Last Summer. That's Oh, that, that's where their love blossomed, No, right? that's where they met, and they became friends, and they were friends for years, and then eventually just started dating. Um, okay, never mind. But they were casted because the director um, wanted like a real-life couple to play these two. And so I think they both read the script separately. And then I don't think Freddie Prince Jr. wanted to do it. And then Sarah Marshall Geller eventually convinced him. Uh, we have Matthew Lillard playing Shaggy. You know him yes, from King. so many things. You know him from She's All That, which Freddie Prince Jr. and Sarah Marshall Geller are both also in. You know him from Scream. Maybe you saw him in the line. SLC Punk. Oh, from Scream? My mom's gonna be so mad at me. We know him from Hackers. Hackers? Oh my god, I fucking love Hackers so goddamn much. When I first watched that movie, I watched it like three times in a row, like for three days. (laughs) I love Hackers so much. You're the only person who saw Hackers. It's a good movie, okay? Uh, Linda Cardellini plays Velma. You might know her from Freaks and Geeks. Among you might also know her from that show on Netflix that's still going, luckily. Mm-hmm, dead to me. Uh, or you might know her from uh, her her voice on Gravity Falls. Remember she was that girl on Gravity Falls that Dipper was in love with? Yes. What was her I can't name? tell you the name right now. <laughs> exactly. I'm like, yeah, that, that girl. The um, woman? Wendy was her name. Oh, yes, Wendy. Who else? I feel like... She's also been in a lot of other movies. Yeah, she was in Legally Blonde when. Oh, she was the in, iconic she scene. Was, she's Hawkeye's wife. Oh, is in she in the, the Avenger movies? That poor yeah. thing. I'm so sorry, girl. I'm so sorry, Linda, Linda Tortellini. I'm so sorry, girl. Um, the movie was filmed in Queensland, Australia. And it was released June 14th, 2002, just a couple days before my birthday. Uh, the budget was $84 million. Juan, what do mm-hmm. you think the box office was for this film? $84 million? I'm going to say it made at least $130 million. It did. Do you want to go even... Cl- no, it, it didn't make at least that, but do you want to make a closer guess? Okay, so it made... It made more than 130 million. Like way more? How much more? That's up to you. I want to say 100 and 
47.3 million. No, so it was 275.7 million. Okay, so mama, that's a lot more. All I said was it was more. I didn't say by how much. Jeez Louise. Um, You made me feel like I was close. So the movie did make bank at box office. That dog brought in the dough. But the movie did get negative reviews. Um, By whom? I don't know. Do you want me to tell you what Roger Ebert said? I'll kill him. Um, I can tell you that it um, made $19.2 on its opening day. So. Mm Mm-hmm brought in some cash there um and it was looks like it was number one at the box office for two to three weekends uh but then it got dethroned by austin powers and gold member of course of course is little austin powers came in and ruined it for me (laughs) okay let me tell you what roger ebert said so he gave the film one out of four stars and said i'll kill this man isn't he already dead i'll unearth his grave and kill him again exists in a closed universe and the rest of us are aliens the internet was invented so that you can find someone else's review of scooby-doo's start surfing that that's what he said um so yeah, most people, I, most of the critics were like, this isn't good. But, um, you know who did get praised for his performance was Matthew Lillard. Even yeah, when they because had, he's the perfect Shaggy. Even, even when they have negative reviews, reviews, they were like, but Matthew Lillard did a good job. Um, uh, oh, but I so, thought the whole cast did a good job. Sarah Michelle Gellar won Choice Movie Actress for a comedy at the Teen Choice Awards. Good for her. So that's something... Obviously, the sequel came out in 2004, a couple years later, and then there was a third movie planned, but they canceled it because the second movie did, didn't make as much money as they hoped. Uh, of course. Of course. Of course, of course. But then they made the, like, TV movies or direct-to-DVD movies, the Scooby-Doo The Mystery Begins and Scooby-Doo The Curse of the Lake Monster, and then they made that spin-off movie recently, Daphne and Velma, which had the girl from... Uh, Descendants. Well, 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 okay, okay. No, no, no. We skipped over the the, the second best Velma. Miss Haley Kyoko. I, I know. She was in The Mystery Begins. Mm-hmm, well, I mm-hmm. mentioned that it exists. Um, and then the animated reboot, Scoob, came out in May of this year on digital yeah. during the pandemic. Didn't see it. And there's, there's also the three original... Uh, VHS release movies of Scooby-Doo. Okay. Scooby-Doo and the Witch's Ghost, Scooby-Doo and Zombie Island, and then Scooby-Doo and the Mystery of the Aliens, something like that. Whatever. Those three. I grew up with those three. Okay. I saw them hoes. We should watch those. I think Jared said that we should watch them. Or Natalie. I don't know. Someone said it. Probably neither of them said it. Trivia for this movie. Um, The film was originally set to have a much darker tone, essentially poking fun at the original series. So kind of like a a Brady Bunch movie type of thing. Mm -hmm. Um, And so it it was set for a PG-13 rating, and Shaggy was supposed to be a stoner. Stoner, sorry. Is he not? He was supposed to have sonar. Um, Velma and Daphne (laughs) had a side relationship, and there were many marijuana references. Um, according to Sarah Michelle Gellar, after the cast signed on, there was a change and the film became more family-friendly. Um, and then in 2017, James Gunn, James Gunn confirmed that the original uh, cut of the film got an R rating and had to use he had to use CGI to cover cleavage. 
Okay, wait. So, I want to know. I need to. This is a personal message to Jim Gunn. Jim. <laughs> to, to my good friend Jim Gunn. To, to my Mister. To my good friend Mister Jim Gunn. I want the R-rated cut. I release want the, the James Gunn cut. I want the James Gunn cut of the original Scooby-Doo movie. Please, I know it exists. Someone has the raw footage somewhere. Give me it. Um, I'll, I'll produce it. I'll get the money for it. I swear to God, well, I'll, I'll do I'll talk anything. a little bit about at least one scene that did get cut from the film. Um, but first, one of the, this is one of the few Scooby-Doo films that mentions that Scooby and Shaggy's real names are Scoobert and Norville. Mm-hmm. I thought his name was Scoobert Dubert, but on his Wikipedia, it just says Scoobert Do. So who lied to me? I think you just made up a rhyme. No. <laughs> um, I think you lied to yourself. Anyways, um, Sarah Michelle Gellar was filming this during the sixth season of Buffy the Vampire Slayer, so she... Which is why she's so fit. She had to arrange it so she would shoot two weeks on Buffy and then fly to Australia and shoot two weeks there and go back and forth. Um... Anyways, uh, da, 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 da. there was an alternate animated opening showing the cartoon cartoon versions of the characters, but it was cut for time. So that's I'm okay with that. Um, originally, Matthew Lillard would scream for a very long time to make his voice all hoarse to do a perfect Shaggy imitation. It didn't work out, so <sighs> he began trying to imitate the voice he did when his voice was all tired out from the screaming. Okay, I can't, could you just walk onto set and Matthew Lillard is around the corner just screaming? Oh, that's just Matthew. <laughs> it's your first day on set, you're an extra, and you're like, what the fuck is that? There was also originally a flashback sequence um, when they all meet up at the airport showing what they were all doing. So Fred was doing a book tour, Velma was in a support group, and Daphne was learning martial arts. Velma was in a support group for what addiction? For being gay. I want to know her addiction. <laughs> Um, Freddie Prince Jr. hated wearing the trademark ascot that Fred wears in the cartoons. Which, isn't that why he doesn't wear it in the second movie? Yeah, probably. It's, like, gone. Despite the movie poster of the gang being in front of the shadow of the Luna Ghost, the villain only appears in the first few minutes of the film. This is because the Luna Ghost was originally intended to be the main antagonist in an early draft of the script. It felt like it because... In the be- when we will get to it in the beginning of the movie, it felt like the lunar ghost was gonna actually get his revenge on the kids. Interesting that you Pull say that one. Weezer was asked to make an appearance as actors, but they rejected the offer. I'm guessing. So what they got, Sugar Ray? I'm guessing they got Sugar Ray instead. A real downgrade, okay. if you ask me. They got Sugar Gay to perform. <laughs> um, the idea of a live-action Scooby-Doo movie uh, was in development hell throughout most of the 1990s. In 1996, Jim Carrey was attached to play Shaggy, and Sarah Gilbert from Roseanne was attached to play Velma. At one point, Kevin Smith was attached to direct, but he later dropped out. Later, Mike Myers accepted the project and was the one who had his name most often linked to it, and Janine Garofalo was supposed to play Velma, and then eventually Mike Myers had to lead the project. And eventually, it became what it is today. I mean, I'm not mad. I'm not mad at all. Mm-hmm. It was worth it. If Sugar Ray wasn't on there, then we wouldn't have gone. Gang, gang, on and on and on. I see you. That song is so good. After filming was completed, Freddie Prince Jr. had to shave his head because the bleach ruined his hair. He, bitch, 
I'm a little baby. I need to keep my head. Be nice. I love him. Tim Curry. I love him too. Tim Curry, longtime fan of Scooby Doo, was offered the role of Mondavarius. He turned it down when he heard that Scrappy Doo uh, was was the real villain. <laughs> was gonna be in it because, like many other fans of the franchise, he doesn't like Scrappy Doo. But he was in Scooby Doo and the Witch's Ghost prior to that. He was. He is. He's a. Uh, he's Mr. Ravenclaw. Mm-hmm. Croft. Mr. Ravenclaw. <laughs> Croft. Yeah. Um, Laura Croft. Yes. Anyways, um, let's see. I don't care about he, any of that. But they, 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 they make fun of of Scrappy. It's not like he's in the he's the whole thing. I know. I would have loved to have Mister Mister Monogulukulis mm-hmm. be played by what's his face. Uh, the majority of the cast have disowned the film and hate it. Freddie Pence Jr. has low opinions on the wardrobe of Fred, especially the ascot. Sarah Michelle Gellar was once asked in an interview which of her films she would forbid her children from watching. I know what you did last summer or Cruel Intentions. And then she chose Scooby-Doo instead. Um, Linda Cardellini was also dissatisfied with the final cut, finding it too raunchy for a children's film. Matthew Lillard initially hated the film, but warmed up to it eventually, as his performance as Shaggy was consistently praised even amongst the critics who hated the film, and it led to him being able to voice Shaggy in future animated Scooby-Doo productions. So. But don't they understand that I love this movie? I know. No, don't they understand understand that, like, our whole generation loves this movie? Like, we all love it. Like, it's genuinely, it's a good movie. Um, Here's my thing. I'll get into it later. <laughs> okay. And I've seen um, Matthew Lillard. I've seen, like, videos of him at conventions, and, like, little kids will come up to him. And I've seen him, like, sit on the floor with them and be, like, and, like, do the voice and, like, talk to them as if mm-hmm. he's shaggy. And that's really nice. Can I be one of those kids? <laughs> <laughs> no, that's weird. Um, so, screenwriter James Gunn revealed that in the original script, Velma was explicitly gay, though the studio decided to water it down to block any references to her sexuality. Some of them were ambiguous this. and were kept and shot, but edited out of the final version of the film. Uh, a kiss between Daphne and Velma was w- one of the things that was cut. So, th- that kiss has been mentioned a lot. Um, that was supposed to happen when like the body switching was going on, and mm-hmm. it was supposed to be that they realized that's how they can... Cons- switch bodies i guess maybe they didn't bring the daemon right right to spec at mm-hmm. that point and they were just like oh we have to kiss each other and that's how we switch bodies back so there was a point when they did kiss but and like they a little kissing circle and they well at least that kiss between the two of them i know they said it was shot but it didn't end up making the movie obviously maybe that's why linda linda tortellini doesn't like she hated it she's like i wanted the lesbian um and then also like because it was i think like what last year or two years ago or no maybe earlier this year july um how james gunn was talking more about how they didn't want it because someone tweeted um at james gunn saying please make our live action lesbian velma dreams come true and he retweeted that saying i tried in 2001 velma was explicitly gay in my initial script but the studio kept watering it down blah 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 um then nothing they they kept watering it down from ambiguous to nothing and then she they gave her a boyfriend in the sequel and he he didn't want that either that's that makes a lot of sense because like whenever she 
like when she's when she has that like friend you can tell like the shots that like made her look like a lesbian was because of like every shot that she's with that guy mm-hmm. it felt like it was it was supposed to be something but it but never she would was just anything. like laugh and like and then at the end when when the, when he's like trying to go in she for a kiss she's him. like ah, ha, ha, and just punches his, yeah. his chest yeah there was no chemistry yeah so about the they did film that that kissing scene because sam Michelle geller said it wasn't just like for fun initially in the soul swapping scene velma and daphne couldn't seem to get their souls back together in the woods and so they found the way uh was to kiss and the souls went back into the proper alignment and she said linda is quite a kisser um (laughs) could you believe yeah so overall between the cleavage getting edited out the raunchy jokes that's so funny because like they kept it for when they're like the evil velma the possessed velma you can see full linda cardellini titty oh what's funny is you know how we just joked about like release the james gunn cut People have already tried mm-hmm. that, and he said that would be released the Gosnell cut since Roger Gosnell was the director. Yes, the first MPAA rating was R, but it was only because of one stupid joke the MPAA misinterpreted. I wonder. Wait, what was the joke? I know he didn't say. I should. I'm gonna tweet James Gunn. Tell us the joke. What joke was it? I'll be the judge of this. Um, and then. This podcast is rated R at this point. A producer for Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, which ran from 2010 to 2013, um, said that he intended for Velma to be gay, even though she dated Shaggy on the show. Yeah, I remember that. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. I've said this before, but Velma in Mystery Incorporated is not bi, she's gay, is what he wrote in an Instagram post. We always planned on Velma Velma acting a little off and out of character while she was dating Shaggy because the relationship was wrong for her and she had unspoken difficulty with why. Interesting. Good for them. Yeah, so Velma, gay as hell, and we'll just never get to see it. Um, So when when Fred is like, Okay, it's time to split up, gang. Me and Daphne, when she goes, of course. That's not because she wants to be with Fred. That's because she wants to be with Daphne. <laughs> um, originally, Scrappy-Doo, back to non-gay things. Uh, originally, Scrappy-Doo was not going to be the main villain at the end of the film. It was sp- supposed to be Old Man Smithers from the beginning. Mm-hmm. And he was getting his revenge. So you're right. That you- it, it just felt like that was what it was supposed to be. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um... Though James Gunn hasn't entirely disowned the film, he has expressed regret in making Scrappy the main villain after receiving some backlash from the character's fans. Who the fuck is a fan of Scrappy? Who who in the hell... Where are the Scrappy stands at? If you're a Scrappy stan, I would like you to block this account. Scrappy stands to the back, quite honestly. Like, I don't understand... Like, I watched that whole run of, like, Scooby... What is it? Scooby-Doo and Scrappy 2? Something? I don't fucking know, dude. But that whole, like, line where it's just... It's it's Shaggy, Scooby, and Scrappy. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even think the other three are in it. But, like... That... Like... I never liked how Scrappy-Doo was like, I'm gonna fight the ghost! And I'm like, you're nothing. You're literally a nothing. Yeah, he's a dog. You're a baby. And so he's his Scooby's nephew, correct? Yeah, the lineage of Dew goes <laughs> through him. 
Um, and like Velma says that he's not even a puppy. He has like a a glandular problem. Yeah, which I had never. There were so many lines in this movie that I hadn't caught until this viewing, even though I've seen it a bunch See, of times. I always used to say I have a glandular problem, but that's because I also heard that somewhere else. Mm-hmm. Because I guess glandular issues do mess with like your height and body weight <laughs> proportions. Interesting. Well, anyways, since we're talking about um, how much we watched this, why don't you tell me what your history with the film is? I love this movie. Like I said, I grew up watching the VHS movies first. So, like, I saw The Witch's Ghost before any other movie. Mm-hmm. And then that's the one with the Hex Girls. Mm-hmm. So that that movie Talk made about me gay. gay. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Um, so that was my first one. And then that's when I think I watched the live action one because I didn't have the other two VHSs growing up. I I remember I saw, I've only ever seen the alien one like very rarely, Um, but it's like definitely the witch's ghost is my first one, and then def and then after that it's uh, Zombie Island. But I know squished in there was when I watched the live action movie, and Mama, if I told you that I didn't love this movie, I would be lying. I would be a fibber because I do love this movie. I love Scooby-Doo. My brother actually loved Scooby-Doo more than I did when we were younger. Mm-hmm. Like, I have a little satchel that's Scooby-Doo themed that I really want to use, but I don't know. How, like, I think the cord might be too small for me. Mm-hmm. So it, like, rides up my tit. <laughs> um, and so, I don't know. I just, I like Scooby-Doo a lot. I always loved the original series. So, like, the movie was just a, a fucking godsend for me. It was like, ah. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm. And I love, I love this later. I think after this movie aired, Daphne's character started to change a little bit too, where she wasn't just like the pretty, the pretty one. Yeah. Cause she, she actually she changed became like things here in this movie. Yeah. This actually, I think I'm not even joking. I think this actually changed who, how they started to animate her. Mm-hmm. Cause I know in what's new Scooby-Doo, which aired in the two thousands, I believe if I'm not wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, um, in that one, she became like a, oh, let's use this makeup product because I know this has this thing in it and it'll help us escape. I'm like, whoa, what the fuck? She She's became Elle Woods. She became Elle Woods' dead ass. And then I know that in like the Mystery Incorporated, the one, the one, the one that was from like 2010, she she was the same thing. Like she used like her fashion knowledge and makeup knowledge to like help solve the mysteries or be like, oh. I know this product. I've used this before. It's this, 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 and this. It's like you can make it out of this stuff. Mm-hmm. So like she was, she was actively helping with the mission instead of just getting caught. Yeah. So I love Scooby Doo. I love this movie. Um, I too love this movie. I did not see it in theaters for whatever reason, which is weird because like my like dad loves Scooby Doo. Like you think it would have been like a movie we'd have all gone to see yeah like he'd he'd drag your ass to go see it no i also love scooby-doo i don't know how i guess maybe cartoon network aired some of the original cartoons because i fully like saw the og like scooby-doo where are you's when i was a kid but i don't Mm -hmm. really know how cartoon network or boomerang used to air them a lot yeah but i didn't have boomerang at the time i didn't get boomerang then probably just cartoon network yeah but um yeah, I was a huge Scooby-Doo fan, but um, I didn't see this in theaters, but when it came out, um, I, I have I have a vivid, vivid memory of watching this on either VHS, probably VHS, at my cousin's house. Mm-hmm. Like, 
I just remember us watching it at their house. Um, And since then, I've seen it a bunch of times. I own the DVD combo pack of this movie and the second one. Um, I genuinely think this is a good movie. And I'm sorry that the cast has disowned it. Maybe this should be the year. What if we... Wait, it came out in 2002? I think in 2022, there should be a reunion. We should sit them all down. There should be a yeah. reunion where they talk about, like, you know what, enough time has passed and we love this movie now. Because it's good. I think, okay, and here's my thing with this movie. I don't think it was made for kids. No, there's so many, like, I think kids, like, they're like, okay. Would have seen it. Like, as a kid, I didn't get as many of the jokes. It's so much funnier. Even today, like, hearing all these little jokes that I had never mm-hmm. heard before. I never realized that Fred throughout the movie keeps mispronouncing Montevarius's name. Which is, like, the funniest oh, yeah. bit. Mononucleosis. And then later he says, like, Mondo Ahaga. Mono Jagajiga. He just keeps mispronouncing it. Like, there's... Like, I didn't realize that as a kid. And obviously, like, the, like, marijuana references or, like, the gay references, mm. things like that, I didn't realize. I think as a kid, it's like, oh, Fred Scooby. fully says bitch at one point. Uh, and they say ass. Um, yeah. But, like, I, I think as a kid, it's like, oh, Scooby. Like, you're drawn to that as a kid. Like, that's where your mm-hmm. eye goes. But then now watching it, like hearing all these quick jokes, yeah. it's like, ooh, this movie's so funny. I think this movie was fully made for the people that grew up watching the original Scooby Doo show. Mm-hmm. And were obviously at that point in their 30s, if not 40s. Mm-hmm. Because didn't Scooby Doo air in like. 60s? Yeah. Isn't it old as dirt? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I remember because, like, I remember because I was in elementary school when I heard that, like, the, the creator of Scooby Doo had passed. Mm-hmm. And I was fully sobbing in the car. My mom told me on the way home from picking me from school. I remember when Casey Kasem died and I was so sad. Because I knew him from... He was the voice of Shaggy. And then he also... He was was like a radio host. But he also had like... He would come on Saved by the Bell sometimes. And I grew up watching Saved by the Bell. And I was like, Mm -hmm. not my Casey Kasem. Well, isn't that how Matthew Lillard also took over Shaggy for a while was because of his passing and they were like, well, you're the perfect Shaggy to take over at that point. Yeah, since people loved him from this movie anyways. But yeah, this really, like, our generation does really love this movie. Like, I went on Letterboxd, not to, like, jump the gun on the reviews, but, like, most Mm -hmm. of the reviews are so positive. They're like, this is the best film ever made. Like, this did more for cinema than, like, Citizen Kane. Like, obviously, like, being (laughs) hyperbolic, but, like genuinely people think this is a great movie i don't think this is bad i was waiting to like hate parts of it and i was like i can't it's still hate good. any of this it's still good even the cheesy parts are so good because it's camp mm-hmm. yeah you know what i mean like scooby-doo was never supposed to be serious it's, it's always supposed to be campy you, like that's what you the can, original show too you can definitely tell like that they wanted to go that direction of like full camp like full brady bunch or, like, mm-hmm. Josie and the Pussycats, the way those movies, like, kind of poked fun at the originals. And this one still does, well, they but fully... it's not, like, quite as, like, full, like, Brady Bunch level. Yeah. But you can still tell that it's there. Yeah, I mean, there's a, there's a scene later on where where uh, Shaggy basically is like, calm down, Hong Kong Fooey, mm-hmm. which is, like, a show that ran in tandem with Scooby-Doo. Because, I know, like, I used to watch Hong Kong Fooey. Scooby-Doo was that, like... Did you have you ever seen like the pyramid of Scooby Doo where it was like Scooby Doo, Josie and the Pussycat Dolls, that other one with the car, like the dynamic of like the other one with the five the car. kids? There's like a bunch of like Scooby. They're called like the Scooby Doo knockoffs. Oh well, where they follow the same formula. Yeah. Um. 
Well, it's funny because also you mentioned that and like, uh, on Buffy, like the the Scooby Gang, mm-hmm. like is also a reference to Scooby Doo. Well, I think it's just like it's like that um, that idea of like every show, if a gr- if it's a group of f- four people, every show has a crafts uh, a craftsman, mm-hmm. uh, a clown. Can't remember the other two. It's the horror movie tropes. It's the stoner, the jock, the 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 whore, and then like basically like. Oh, that's what it is. The one I'm talking about is um, matriarch, patriarch, craftsman, clown. So if you look oh, at really? like yeah, if you look at every show, like Golden Girls, you could put this into the trope. If you look at Seinfeld, you could mm-hmm. put it into the trope. Friends. Like Simpsons, Buffy, so many things. I'm thinking about it. I'm thinking about it through uh through like the Cabin in the Wood and like mm-hmm. classic horror movie tropes. Because there's what there's five of them, right? So or he's four? the stoner. Shaggy's the stoner. Fred's the jock. Fred is the jock. Daphne's Velma the hot is. One. <laughs> Velma's Va- the dork. Daphne's the hot one. And then yeah, there's that. There's the nerd character. And Scooby's the dog. And then there's and then Scooby's the virgin. <laughs> Scooby's the final girl. That's Scooby. Um, yeah, anyways, I guess we should jump into this. We've been talking about Scooby-Doo lore for a long time. So this yeah, movie opens really up. Have. Let me just say that this movie, so the movie starts out with the Toy Factory and the Luna Ghost and them chasing him. But the Luna Ghost mm, scared oh, let me. Let me open up my nose. The Luna Ghost scared me as a kid. The Luna Ghost is such a good villain for to open this up with because it's just like, what the it's scared like this? the eyes it terrified me as a kid. So I was glad when we didn't when he, see him show the up. The finger again. fire, the little whoosh, I was like that was the stuff what? of nightmares. Honestly, still scares me a little bit. I'm still like, it takes me back to that place. So, mm-hmm. um, but so, you know, they're doing their, their mystery ink thing and they're getting the big bad and, uh, Fred kind of messes up and Daphne's being the damsel in distress. Velma almost gets killed. We got Shaggy and Scooby on a skateboard, um, and then they mm-hmm. find out, oh, it's Old Man Smithers. Uh, and also Pamela Anderson is in this for some reason. Could you believe the energy of Pamela Anderson stepping out of the mystery machine? I'm like, I wish that were me. Playing herself. Play- Pamela Anderson fully fully said, yeah, I'll do this movie. Do you think they had to edit her titties? Maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think for her, definitely, they were like, skirt, skirt, skirt. This um, much cleavage, really? Why did they even put Velma in the V-neck to begin with? Because she's evil and she's not herself. And, and then so in the sexy. second one, she's wearing that suit, which I know was so many queer women's gay awakening was the that rubber suit, the latex suit. Yes, Mama, that's my opening. I, I was, didn't say I was like, I, was, I said awakening. Oh, <laughs> it opened me. It opened me to the possibility of drag. I fully was like, I. This is the confirmation. I didn't want to bang her. I wanted to be her. Mm-hmm. Um. Anyways, so Old Man Smithers was the Luna Ghost, and he's like, I would have gotten away with it, too. So we're, we're getting that, that Scooby-Doo, the yeah, the classic scene. Um, and then mm-hmm. afterwards, you know, Velma is upset that Fred took all the credit in front of the reporters. Yeah, because Fred's, Fred's getting the fame. He gets, the, he gets all the mm-hmm. shit. He has the adoring head. fans. Um, Pamela Anderson thanks him, 
he's like, yeah, mm-hmm. I love this. So Velma gets angry and she quits. And Daphne is like, well, maybe I quit too. And she's tired of be- being the damsel in distress as well. And then Fred mm-hmm. is like, well, no, I quit first. So they're all going their separate ways. And it's just Shaggy. I like how Scooby. Shaggy... I like how Shaggy Foley was like, no, 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 we can't do that. Like, we, like, mm-hmm. this is what makes this work. Like, we're all great. He's like, Fred, you got the big banana. Mm-hmm. And then I said, yes, he You're does. the mustard and you're the gum. You're the s- bubblegum syrup. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of fucking gross ass? But I, it's so, I, if you could pick a character, once they reunite, like, their new personality tropes, like, who do you most, like, identify as because i feel like i'm a mixture of daphne and and shaggy are you really asking me this are you a velma yes i'm a velma i'm not as smart as her but like just but like steadfast no other character makes sense you're just velma i mean think about it do you think i am i don't really think i could be i think you yeah maybe i'm scooby and i'm just like i just want all the i just want everybody to be together for christmas (laughs) <laughs> like when Scooby I, waters his eyes and says, "Do I quit?" I said, "I'm gonna cry." Like what? I know it's a CGI <laughs> dog, but like the couple times that his eyes tear up, it like gets me so emotional. Because then I'm like, "What if my dog got that sad?" And then I think about how much I love my dog. Love I him. literally was like, "You probably just like you image like <laughs> you like did that. You did a translucent layer of Marty over Scooby Doo." I did. And what about it? But anyways, two years later, yeah, they all um, get invited to Spooky Island. So they all show mm-hmm. up at the Shaggy, airport. Yeah, Shaggy and Scooby were looking like they were getting blazed 420 in their van. Mm-hmm. But they're actually just making some eggplant burgers, which I always looked, thought looked delicious. Yeah, so that was another reference Even to though them. rewatching this, I realized that they put chocolate mm-hmm. on it. I said, mm, But that's no. one of the many references to them being possible stoners in this movie it's like oh we thought it was gonna be this but now it's not um yeah anyways so they all show up at the airport and they all are like what the fuck yeah well shaggy and scooby are like hey like we're all here scooby in his drag looking great as grandma oh my and the songs the songs that are playing throughout this whole movie are great this first one Mm -hmm. i forgot what song this is did i write it down i tried to write down as many as i could (laughs) um but I don't remember, but it's just so good. He's, like, walking down the the terminal in his big grandma. I said, this is Frankie in drag. <laughs> Tell me that this is not Frankie running around in drag. No, this is just Frankie in their usual, like, clothes that they make. <laughs> and the clothes that they sew. Iconic. Yes, but, you're right. So, like... Oh, no, it's past the duchy. That's what's <laughs> playing when you, when we open up to Shaggy and Scoopy. It's yeah. past the duchy on the left-hand side. Oh, it's such a good song. Um... Yeah, and uh, once they get there, Shaggy and Scooby are like, let's all like put our hands in, like, we're going to be a team again. But everyone else is Woo-hoo-hoo! like, no, like, we're not doing that. Um, I know. And on the plane, um, we have Mary Jane, another reference to marijuana, um, sits next to Shaggy. We, She's We have a full bar. A lot of great food on this flight. Um, but Mary Jane, played by Isla Fisher, who you might know from many other things she's australian um she was in hot rod love that movie um but she sits down next to shaggy and scooby and so she and shaggy talk a little bit and he's like that's my favorite name because mm-hmm. marijuana um oh i never got that 
we <laughs> have um, Scooby fighting with a cat on the plane. Um, we have we have them fully acknowledging that Scooby snacks are not for people. Well, no, she says they're for dogs. Yeah, she says they're for dogs, yeah, but she's she like, I know these are for dogs, but they're vegan. Have you ever had a dog treat? I want to say yes. I never have, but I'd like. I think a lot of people have. I okay. Those I ones that you can get that at had... like, like artisan like markets that like specialize in that. I feel like a lot of people have been mm-hmm. like, yeah, I tried this because it looked like a cookie, but I've never had one. I, I have fully. I think I've fully had dog food. Three times. <laughs> <laughs> Three times in the past week. It just smells good. Is that what weird kind of dog food? Say? Every dog food I've smelled smells awful. It just, I don't, there was a, I think, because my grandma had a dog growing up, and I, again, this is either a false memory or, or just me digging way deep, but, like, I remember, like, smelling the dog food and just, like, <laughs> a little bit, get a little bite, get a little bite of it. Okay, I'm not judging, but okay. Um, Thank you. Also, I do want to mention that Fred is reading his own book on the plane, and I wish they did. Fred, the many faces of me. I wish they did a close up of the cover because you do see it from the side, and it looks so funny. Um, it's like those. It's like those like romantic novel esque where it's like head floating in yeah. the cloud, head looking like. It's like those eighties yeah. like J C Penny photo shoots. <laughs> yeah, I love it. Um, anyways, so we get to Spooky Island. We have um, Mondavarius welcoming them and telling mm-hmm. people like, "Oh, I brought you here because I think." All these people, all these like college kids, uh, are getting spelled, and like yeah, I don't know what's up. They're walking and talking, and there's that guy that's like, "Hey, Rachel, whatever." I love this when she's like, "Are you tricking on me?" <laughs> and I'm like, "What?" And she says, "Get off my grill, son!" And then she just throws him, mm-hmm. and I'm like, "This is how I know it's camp. This is how I know like it, this is early 2000s full blown camp." Um, Just, are you tricking on me? And then we get kind of the exploring of the island here. We have Velma going to a ritual with the wrestler, the Telemundo wrestler, and Oh, Nagu. yes! Um, so we're like, ooh, he, they seem spooky. Uh, we, ooh, look at the ooky. Which, I mean, they're not telling lies. We have Shaggy and Mary Jane. Oh, yeah, because they're talking about, like, their, the land and everything. Yeah, they're doing the, the doing the chant. Ah, uh, here we go. And here we go. What you say? Something, something. Go away. That 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 song is so good. I love we it. We have Shaggy and Mary Jane hanging out. Um, and also, he says he says that he loves Lady Marmalade. Did you catch that? Oh, and she's like, "You don't need to know what urukushay <laughs> arewa means to song. know that you love that song." Yeah. Amazing. Um, we have Daphne. He's good at crab. We have claw. Daphne meeting a guy, uh, a voodoo guy who's doing a dead chicken ritual. This man is the most like out of context thing in the movie. Mm-hmm. Well, he's just if supposed you to want be, to be like, really... a red herring. He's a spooky caretaker. Yeah, yeah, he's supposed to be like, oh, he might be the guy. Um, he's the and one. he's like, don't go into that spooky castle. And she thinks it's like reverse psychology, maybe. And she's like, mm-hmm. I'm gonna go. Oh, I'm getting a spam phone call. Um, Ooh, I love it. Um, we have Scooby. Is it scam likely? It's potential spam. We have Sco- although that could be anyone now because I never answered my phone. Scooby <laughs> goes into the woods for hamburgers like an idiot, and he gets attacked by a That's monster. His- this is how I would <laughs> a monster specifically from Space Jam. Um, I wrote down that this is how I would die in a horror movie. Someone if calling Scream, you and saying, 
what's your favorite horror yeah. movie? I have hamburgers in the woods. He said, okay. Yeah, come get one. <laughs> Me, yeah. Sure. Okay, okay, okay. Um, Daphne... Okay, and then, like, Scooby gets attacked by the monster. He gets away. Shaggy doesn't believe him. He's like, whatever. Uh, Daphne takes Shaggy and Scooby to the castle... And once they mm-hmm. get in there, because she realizes she needs some, she needs some help. Once they get in there, Fred and Velma are already there looking for spooky clues. And I love how Velma enters the scene, though. She's like, she's creeping up, and she's like, "Ah, it was just me." <laughs> um, and then all of the rides turn on in this castle. We see that spooky man. This is like, this is. I'm not gonna lie. When you wanted me to get on the haunted mansion ride. <laughs> I wanted it to be like this. Because this ride looks so bonkers. This should be right. You got that I know whole they, dinner's here. I think in Australia they made a ride. Because this is shot at a theme Island? park. But I think they made a ride that was based on this film. I can look it up. Oh my god. Anyways. Yes. It's just, it's just so fucking wild. I love when... Um, my favorites... I, honestly, most of my favorite scenes are from the trailers... Like, later on, when, when uh, Daphne's like, guys, we have a mystery to solve. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, like, when she's, like, when she's doing her little thing, like, oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I just love Sharon Michelle Gellar so much. I don't know how she could hate this film. I mean, I get it. But, like, also, I don't. <laughs> like, it's so But good. also, I don't. And maybe it's, like, when we watch old videos of ourselves doing something stupid and we're like, oh, God, I'm so embarrassing. Yeah, I guess. Except I'm never embarrassing. Anyways, um, so all the rides are turned on and, like, everyone's in peril, you know. Um, and then mm-hmm. Fred ends up flying through a window through the control room and he pushes the lever that yeah. stops the rides. So it they're trying to everyone. do the classic pull the bookshelf because there has to be one. Mm-hmm. He almost got chopped. Yeah, he he, he almost got, got split in half. Let me tell I you. I love when Velma seems so genuine when she's like, Fred? Freddy? I'm like, she's scared. She's scared she that, said, she, oh, he that he just did. got chopped in half. <laughs> yeah. Oh my fucking God, Miss Keisha. Uh, and then Fred and Velma watch the training video that's in there and it, they find out that people are being brainwashed. Mm-hmm. Oh my god, there's a part before this where Shaggy, when Shaggy and Scooby are being being told by Daphne to follow them, but they're like, Shaggy says, I'm not going in there, there's probably a painting with some spooky mm-hmm. eyes that follow yeah, you around. Yeah, they and reference says, a bunch of um, old Scooby-Doo episodes and stuff. But No, 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 but they drop a number. They said, Daphne's like, how many times does that happen? And he says, 12. Mm-hmm. Do you think that's, like, an accurate number of how many, like, times they've done that eye gag? Maybe. But it d- it does say in the trivia, like, that those are all references to different episodes of, like, in this episode, there was a knight in armor that came to life and all these things. Yeah. 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 Anywho, um, Daphne finds the little pyramid, which we later find out is called the Daemonritus. Daemonritus. Yes. Um... So she takes that, and they almost all get caught by by a luchador. But they pulled their best cosplay out of their asses. Mm -hmm. And they end up getting away. I love this sequence. Okay, can I tell you something? Growing up, the farting, belching sequence from Shaggy and Scooby made me always want to throw up. Okay, I thought you were going to say it made you laugh. That's the part that's in there for little kids. Yeah, but I always wanted to throw up. And then when he farts in that suit of armor, that's when I laugh. Wow. 
<laughs> Anyways. Um, so now they have... I just think They've narrowed it down to three suspects, and that's Nagu, the Voodoo Man, mm-hmm. and Mondavarius. Um, yes, because each of them has given them a reason. Velma inspects the Damon Ritus. Uh, and then this is when she's, like, with that guy. I thought that guy's name was Ned. Did I just make that up? Is he not named? He, I don't think he's named. Why did I think... Because when, when I watched it on Amazon, it just said Velma's friend. That's what he's credited as. Is there a movie... Where, is it in the second one, maybe? Where there's a Ned? He's probably called Ned. Why the fuck Hello, did I... Hello, this is Ned Schneebly. Why the fuck did I name this guy Ned? He just looks yeah, like a Ned. Yeah, it says Velma's friend. What? He don't got a name. The hell? Um, anyways, we have a flashback scene where she's talking about when they were with Scrappy-Doo. Mm-hmm. And the fuckery that, that came along with that. How he messed everything mm. up. He would pee on Daphne and they kicked him out of the group. Oh, my God. When he yells... This is this is one of the only times in this movie that I like realized some adult humor. He says, you don't have the scrote for this mm-hmm. to Fred. And I'm like, scrote? Scrote? Oh, balls. Scrotum. Mm-hmm. Yes. And I said, disgusting. For some reason, someone saying scrotum is so nasty, but someone's being like, oh, the dick and balls, that's so much, like, more appropriate for me. Oh, there is... Okay, Ned is in the second movie, and he's the cameraman for the reporter. Oh. So that's where I'm getting Ned from. Anyways. um, Every cameraman is named Ned. So we have monsters showing up um, in this scene, and Daphne grabs the Damon Ritus. We got Fred and Velma getting gassed. (gasps) Uh, yes the song the song here um uh men with the hex by the atomic fireballs such a this is such a good song banger um and then daphne shaggy mary jane and scooby are able to get away and daphne's Mm -hmm. like fred and velma always figured out everything and now it's our turn it's our time to shine yeah um it's our time it's our time in here and then they call the coast guard but guess what the coast guard in on it I said, Are they though? I said, not the Coast Guard. Not, not the, the Navy. Navy. Wait, okay, here's my confusion. Are they really in on it? I think they're told. I never, I'm assuming they were told not to let anyone leave. But like, later on at the end of the movie, we see the Coast Guard actually show up. Maybe they were brainwashed as well. Maybe oh, and then by the time there are things. Okay, okay, okay. Perhaps. Okay, got it. Yeah because um, i i never understood i mean it always felt like they're evil but like maybe they're just stupid maybe they're just like bored and they're like let's do evil laughs today i don't know that's something mm-hmm. that should be explored in the gosnell cut release the gosnell cut um release it let's see we have the sugar ray cameo this is where everyone's possessed so that these guys wake up on the beach dancing. and everyone's possessed everything's back to normal everyone's being monsters everyone's being brainwashed daphne gets captured by the luchador so she also gets brainwashed her mm-hmm. protoplasm gets put in that little soup she gets, she gets sucked out with yeah. everyone else ew the soup yeah so and we get to that when shaggy and scooby are atv away from the brainwashed people including sugar ray mark mcgrath said you want to call me sugar gay Sugar Ray Foley flew on the roof of that little, like, <laughs> hut and just ate that shit up. Yeah. And Mary Jane hops onto the ATV, and this is when we have that iconic scene of that CGI of her... Ew! Her face! Yeah, her monster face, and Scooby noticing that 
she not right she's a monster yeah. yeah that scene this is where you know that twitter account that's like one perfect shot that tweets like beautiful mm-hmm. like cinematography from movies there's a twitter account that's like it's that one, one less than perfect shot which shows like mm-hmm. really ugly ones from movies and that was one of them that they posted <laughs> um this is this is the sequence where fred says bitch he does because shaggy's walking up to him yeah he says the bitch was like what and i said see you later or something like that i don't think he says bitch i think he says like trick or something i had closed captions on it says bitch okay well they also said but the closed captions were also not correct at those points crap crap when they were yelling like daphne (laughs) or something on mine at least they were saying (laughs) wrong things um who do we trust who do we trust so shaggy and scooby fight because scooby's like she's a monster and he's like fuck you scooby and scooby's like you're whipped and scooby falls into a pit into these caves oh my god goes to find him and that's when we find the little soup of souls chicken soup for the protoplasm soul um, oh my god yeah where he pulls out everyone's little pros- protoplasm heads the guy who he picks up randomly he's like thank you so much and he's like sorry i'm looking for my friends and then puts him back yeah so then their heads get put back in their bodies but some of them get put back in the wrong bodies which is how yeah we see sexy velma walking up the stairs mm-hmm. and then she goes yo yo you yo and i said the Yu-Gi-Oh spinoff we've all wanted mm-hmm. so now this is where we had that body switching scene where we would have gotten that kiss but instead we we have Fred and Daphne's body going, looking at it, th- his boobs. Um, I can look at myself naked. naked. That's another line that I, like, for some reason always said. And yeah, I remember that one, up. too. Because, like, that's so scandalous when you're little. I didn't think about it as super sexual, though. I mean, it made me start thinking, like, oh, if I got to swap bodies with someone, <laughs> would I look at myself naked? Like, you'd have to be tempted to, right? anyways um so am i just a perp so they're all swapping and the daemon ritus is what helps them get back to normal um yeah the character bits here are so good from everybody by the mm-hmm. way they all do a pretty good job being each other i thought i was like how mm-hmm. fun that sarah michelle geller and freddie prince got to like play each other we already saw how much- her do it on um buffy when she switched places with faith and now she got mm-hmm. to switch place with her fiance and, I, like, love when, I love when she's like, I'm Fred again. Yeah. And she's so mad. Um, anyways. Um, yeah, Pyramid gets them back in the right bodies. The voodoo man says the Darkopolis is going to happen. And then <laughs> creatures will take over. The post-apocalyptic. <laughs> and they need uh, a pure soul for this. And we're like, whose who's soul is so Freddy, pure? Yeah, Freddy's like, where are they going to find a pure human soul? And then Velma said, I didn't say human. And then they all realized Mr. Cornelius Scoobert No, Cornelius yeah. is Scrappy's middle name. Ew. Um, so now the gang thinks the villain is Mondavarius because he was the one that brought them all there, right? And now we see Mondavarius saying that he wants to sacrifice Scooby. So we're like, well, this doesn't look good for him. He looks like he's the villain. Um, mm-hmm. Then we have the scene where uh, they all are getting the cave set up with the disco skull and the, yeah. the vents and everything. And then Fred and Velma and Shaggy are trying to blend in with the dancers this is oh another my God, one I always they're... remembered when he's like, where we do the electric slide. It's electric. 
And then she says, when he goes through all the dance moves, he's like, Stop the bus. Open it up. Yeah, he's like, open the door. Yeah. Uh, And Shaggy gets... I love when Velma's just trying to keep up. She's like, wait, what the fuck are we doing? And Shaggy takes over someone's costume and knocks out the guy. Um, That was good. I like that, too. And then we have Scooby being ready to be sacrificed and shaggy's like that's not good and then they like make up and this is where again i almost cried when he's like and who's my mm-hmm. best bud in the world ruby Roo? <laughs> almost cried it almost got me um i was gonna say that's really it so now mondavarius is absorbing all of the protoplasm heads through the daemon ritus and then shaggy stops him before he gets to scooby which is good and then fred and velma um, this is when we got Fred and Velma un- unmasking Mondavarius. We see that it's a robot. It's a robot, and inside the robot is a tiny, tiny dog. It's scrappy Cornelius do, and then he grows up. He blows up into a steroid version of himself. Oh God, not! This. And then we get Daphne's iconic fight with the luchador. Oh. Let me tell you, when I said, this is real, this is real fighting, there can never be anything realer than this. And we this. have Fred doing that thing with, he's like whipping around the thing, the chains with the locks and stuff. I think that's a, I think that's a really cute callback to what happened at the beginning of the movie, because that's what he's doing with the fire hose. Mm-hmm. And you can tell that he's like trying to figure it out. Uh, and we have Mary Jane brainwashing Shaggy. She's like <gasps> breathing on him. We have Scrappy-Doo fully spreading COVID. Yeah. Um... And then eventually Shaggy is able to use the crane thing and take the pyramid, the Damon Ritus. The power of love. Out of Scrappy. Um, and, like, save the day that way, which is good. Yeah. Um, and then... F- he pulls the plug out of Scrappy. <laughs> Fred and Daphne kiss. And then we have that moment with Velma and her friend where she, like, punches him his arm. Um, so the day is saved, you know. Mary Jane thanks Shay- uh, Shane... Shane. Mary Jane thanks Shaggy and Scooby for saving her. Um, the real mm-hmm. Mondavarius is underground, and Scrappy put him there. So he's like, thank you. Oh my god, he comes out looking like a gremlin? Yeah. Yeah. So now the day is saved. Um, Fred at first is like, well, it was all happening when I was on my book tour. And then he decides to, to let Velma take the credit. So Velma tells the reporters what happened. We get Scrappy mm-hmm. cursing them out right as the... <laughs> helicopter door closes um oh my god and then uh basically that's it we have the end credit scene that i have always remembered with shaggy and scooby and the peppers oh my Them god peppers yes i want to like eat all the food hot. they should go on hot ones. i think well in my head i was like this came out before or after zombie island and in Zombie Island, they also fuck around with, like, really hot peppers. So, like, that's just a thing that they're into. Maybe that's a reference to that. Anyways, that's the movie. Um, let's go ahead and read some IMDb reviews. IMDb. 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 Okay, so I picked two reviews. I didn't look too hard because I forgot about them. <laughs> Whoops. But I like these two when I read them. Uh... So this one's called Scooby-Doo in Spooky Island. This is a negative review, and I'll kill anyone who says otherwise. I don't understand why so many... Oh, never mind. This is actually positive. <laughs> I don't understand why so many dislike this movie, because I think it's a com- it's the complete opposite. 
This movie was what you would expect to see in a Scooby-Doo show. I'm a huge fan of Scooby-Doo and wanted to and watched the animated series on Cartoon Network. See, that's where you saw it. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's inevitable I would go and watch this. And I was quite, and I wasn't disappointed by it for the most part. Scooby-Doo was fun, entertaining, and interesting from the start to finish. It definitely had the mystery element in it, especially once the gang headed into headed into Spooky Island, which is the whole yes, movie. Yes, that's when it starts. Well, <laughs> that's why it is. Um, that was my favorite part of the movie when they're <laughs> the, when they're the on the island. I don't know what about you. But this movie had me guessing right till the end, and I was very su- surprised to say the least. That's why I rate Scooby-Doo pretty high. There is no rating on this, by the way. Um, <laughs> it's a good movie to watch when you're, when you're having snacks or Scooby snacks or something. They're high. The person writing this is 420 foregone. Was that it? Okay, here's a, I picked two positive ones. Oops. Uh, this one's called Color Me. Okay, Color Me 5-Year-Old. I adore Scooby-Doo. I adore this movie. What can I say? I'm 25 years old, and yet I I am so taken by the concept of Scooby-Doo. I wrote this, by the way. <laughs> I mean, I've been ready for this movie for a long time. Sarah Michelle Gellar was excellent as Daphne. It was so strange seeing SMG as, some nearly de- as someone nearly defenseless, while Freddie Prince Jr. is just in no way Fred. Linda Cardellini was a great Velma. They really proved the char- uh, they really proved the character's old school style. I don't know what that means. Uh, keeping them as close to the old cartoon as possible. Which brings me to Matthew Lillard. Fuck this man. No. <laughs> I got so Could mad. they have picked a better Shaggy? <laughs> you would have thrown him to the computer. No. Could they have picked a better Shaggy? It's like the role was completely made for him. I give this movie ten Scooby Snacks. Oh, cute. Yeah, what that one person said about it keeps you guessing. When I first saw this, I didn't think the villain was going to be Scrappy. That was such a twist. I didn't. I said, I thought they were just making fun of Scrappy. M. Night Shyamalan was shook and adapted his movies from this one. Yeah. The Village could never. Um, We do have some tweets. These first sets of tweets are from uh, Emily Palmer at Emily Jean Palmer. By the way, she's the Ooh. one that said we should watch Witch's Ghost because she said the Hex okay, Girls are you. her obsession. Um, but anyways, uh, Emily says they don't even try to hide the fact that Shaggy is a stoner. Spooky Island has its no, own airline. That CGI on that plane looked really good. It looked like that was a, a real plane that was wrapped in Wait. Spooky Island decor. Okay, that makes more sense as to why there was a full-ass bar. <laughs> Um, I'm Mary Jane. Like, that is my favorite name. I literally just got that joke after seeing this movie a million times. I cannot believe believe mm-hmm. Mr. Bean is the villain. The, gr- <laughs> the green breath of the monsters reminds me of Spon- the Spongebob episode where he thinks he's ugly, but he just has bad breath. Um, why wouldn't Shaggy just release all the souls at once when he saved his friends, then all the monsters would die outside? That's true, he's just stupid. Is that good, Charlotte, singing the Scooby-Doo song? Um, I think it might be MXPX, because I was going to say Simple Plan, but I think Simple Plan didn't do any songs for this one. I think they only did songs for the second film. I could be wrong. I'm looking at the soundtrack right now. Um, 
Anyway, Emily says, amazing film, four out of five stars. Beautiful, beautiful. Um, and then we have, beautiful. they have these tweets from Jared. What up? I'm Jared, I'm 19, and I never fucking learned how to read. At Jared underscore Van L. Um, Jared used the HBO Max free trial for this film. Uh, Jared. Don't forget to delete. Uh, yeah, he already did. Jared says this reggae cover of Sco- the Scooby-Doo theme is already sending me back to my childhood. Uh, oh, the CGI for Scooby, but also they really got the perfect actors to play these people in live action. Um, ew, old man Smithers is a creep. Also, why didn't he just fly away after they activated his helium suit? No, <laughs> he could have did. Fred likes being the big banana, doesn't he? Why does Shaggy using this nasty Sunday metaphor lead to Velma deciding to quit? How did it put things into perspective? Um, let's see. Where can I buy Fred's leather jacket from the airport for my eventual eventual gender-bent Evie costume? Ooh! Um, uh, I love how reassuring, reassuring Shaggy is to Scooby so far in the movie. A friendship for the ages. Yeah, but later he, they get in a fight. You don't know. Ooh, they do. Um, Shaggy's reaction to this girl is how I reacted to the guys I would crush on as a closeted teen. Um, <laughs> Mr. Bean is in this movie? Completely forgot about that. <coughs> Everyone loves Mr. Bean being here. Um, surprised this dancing scene was not my sexual awakening as a child. Um, why would you tell the voodoo guy what you're really doing, Daphne? Make something up. Somehow the CGI for the creatures is worse than CGI for Scooby, I feel like. Everyone They spent all the money on Scooby. Everyone of does course. talk about how bad Scooby is. And I get it, but honestly, like I feel like it's charming <laughs> how kind of like ugly he looks. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but let's be honest. For for two thousand two, he looks great. For two thousand two it was yeah, it was a game changer. Um, ew, Fred saying dorky chicks like you turn me on is not a good look. I hate that they try to force Fred and Velma together in this movie when Velma is clearly a lesbian, evidenced by Haley Kiyoko playing her in Cartoon Network's live-action Scooby-Doo movies. Um. Well, guess what, sis? We just exposed the secret. Uh, also, these white guys using black slang, the early 2000s, was admittedly kind of a problematic time. Yeah, all the slang from the training videos is just like very not okay now (laughs) yo dog you be tripping and like stuff like that um i think it's still very funny uh let's see is this movie soundtrack on apple music if so i'm gonna be bumping it for the month of october probably not i feel like the streaming services never have the good soundtracks um Oh, Mr. Bean scratching himself like a dog. Foreshadowing. I did catch that this viewing. And it was very like, ooh, I see you. Yeah. Uh, Ouch, this dude getting dragged by Shaggy not feeling some pain in the crotch area. Uh, Let me see. The body swapping. The way Fred is such a misogynist in this movie. (laughs) By the way, I have the soundtrack pulled up. Okay, go ahead. Is it MXPX? Um, uh, Scooby-Doo, Where Are You was MXPX, yes. Yeah, that's what I thought. Um, and then Simple Plan did grow up. 
Yeah. Uh, oh, Jared said this rock cover of the Scooby-Doo theme sounds like that Joan Jett song from Shrek. I was just thinking the other day, I was like, how amazing that our generation fully learned the song Bad Your Reputation from Shrek. I didn't know that song before I saw Shrek. Me too. Same. Like, all of us were so young that that's where we learned it first. Give him the chair. Anyways, um, overall, I still really love this movie. I think of all the live-action ad- adaptations of Scooby-Doo, it is this one is the most faithful to the source material. It has faults from its time, but those faults are also... But those faults also make it weirdly iconic and memorable. Four and a half out of five stars. Uh, thank you, Jared. Um, and then we have some tweets from Jose, who literally started the movie... Um, Looks like an hour ago. When we started recording. Yeah. So let's see how far he He's still watching he got, it. Probably. Let's see. These are from at... These are from Jose at J. Contreras Jr. Do you know the way to San Jose? I've been away so long. I may go wrong and lose... They got Freddie Prince Jr. in a bad wig like Hannah Montana in the pilot episode, but we can ignore it. <laughs> um... I remember thinking the CGI Scooby was so realistic. See, at the time, it was pivotal. Because he was. He was real. In the airport, Velma says she's on a journey of self-discovery. Is she, you know. (laughs) And did he tweet that fucking picture of me? No, no, it's the Spongebob picture. Oh. Um, Let's see. Carol said, not today. Also, I forgot they talk hip when they are changed. That's the girl's name, Carol. The one who punches that guy when they first show up on the beach. Oh. Um, mm-hmm. Oh my god, Melvin Dew, an icon. <laughs> Do you mean Melvin Dew? <laughs> Me? What about, I, what about Melvin Dew? That's the best That's bit the best to be called in that movie. Why is the voodoo man on the island like he's not a worker at the theme park, right? He's just doing some Azalea Banks shit, living his life. Uh, <laughs> um... Did we always hate Scrappy? I used to like him in the cartoons, but this movie really created a villain. I think a lot of people didn't like Scrappy because he just, like... He's annoying. Like I said, I think they got rid of the rest of the cast to bring Scrappy in, and so they were like, I liked Where is everyone a pup else? named Scooby-Doo, where we got Scooby in, like, a more Scrappy size. But... Yeah, that was cute. But, but we don't want a baby. <laughs> we don't want a little bitch baby. The thing that sucked about Scrappy is that he was a little bitch. Sugar Ray performing is a sign that things aren't okay. Um, let's see. Every time Sugar Ray shows up, something yeah. bad is about to happen. They're the Mothman of the universe. Scrappy really just evil in this, huh? Um, the real Mr. Bean was locked up. He looks rough. I want to know who had the idea to make Scrappy a villain. Well, it looks like you need to talk to James Gunn. Uh, to be on, it looks like James Gunn also has that question. <laughs> to be honest, this movie is so corny, but such a fun watch, and I think the second one is even more fun and styled better. So I'm excited for when we d- discuss that one too. Okay, he tweeted that 49 seconds ago. We just finished. Like it, like it right now. It is. Oh, that's funny. Um, and then finally, shockingly, I have an email to read. Everyone um, has been doing email. An email. It doesn't have anything to do with the podcast. It's just an email I wanted to read. <laughs> I'm kidding. Oh, Frankie ordered something. 
And that's why they texted us saying, refund me $8. Are they going to come pick it up? They Oh, that makes sense because he did t- he did message me on my... I posted... Because uh, I posted that I got my COVID test. And he said, are you contagious? <laughs> Which probably means... Um, okay, this is... This is an email I got called, it's from, well, it's to the podcast email, but it's by Scooby Cool 9 Is this, this is a bot? A, an official Scooby. <laughs> we'll find out. Um, so this is a long, um, just review of Scooby-Doo. So we'll just jump into it. <clears throat> Strap in. Uh, my thoughts on Scooby-Doo 1. Let me start off with the very first thing that is important to know about me. I loved Scooby-Doo when I was a kid. I grew up on the all the old cartoons and movies. I have seen most, not all, even though I'm not that... I am not that good of the media. Uh, what? Oh, even I am not that good. So it, they haven't seen all of them. Um, I grew up watching oh, okay. Scrappy-Doo as well on Boomerang. Oh my god, you're so brave for admitting that. Um... I saw the movie in theaters age four when it first came out. I was terrified of those monsters. They are still uncanny, but won't give me nightmares uh, 20 years later. But even when I was four, I knew that I didn't like this movie. Actually, of the four live-action ones, it was my least favorite to date. I even got a joy of watching Daphne and Velma. So I have to start with my very first thought. I hate Scrappy as the villain. I hate that it was built on one man's hate for the character who saved the franchise. Oh, I guess it was James Gunn who hated him. This is the Scrappy fan that got mad at James Gunn. This it's is nice the to put the that... words to the to the anger. To the face. Um, <laughs> I hate that Warner Brothers hasn't acknowledged him positively since. Oh, have they really just said he's a villain from now on? I think they, yeah, I don't think they ever went back to being I'm like, Scrappy was great. This is wild. Uh, the most positive Scrappy rep was Scooby Apocalypse. Oh, because. And even there, he was out of character from his true form. Can I tell you mm-hmm. something? I think in Scooby-Doo Mystery Incorporated, I think he's fully dead. <laughs> you can't just kill a, do- a puppy, a dog, a little dog, even if he's annoying. Let me, um, let me see, let me read it. Yeah, you look it up and I'll keep reading this. Uh, but here's the thing I hate the most. The very thing that makes Scrappy the villain, the very core of his being, comes from an action that the gang takes that is out of character for them. I'll break it down below. I know why. It's because everyone is out of character in making him a villain. Let me phrase it this way. What did Scrappy do to get kicked out of the van? Pee on Daphne. What does the gang do as a response? Kick him out of the van. The problem isn't the kicking out, but on the where. They kicked him out in the middle of the desert. Let me repeat that in the middle of the desert that makes mystery inc cruel and above all the true villains and there is something real important to know if we believe velma he has a gland problem which means more likely he needs medication to help him it would make more sense to take him to a vet but let's say that the gang didn't know his vet guess what he has a mother and shaggy as parents who can take him there why shaggy specifically don't they all have parents they all have parents are they all orphans no. And let's put them in a larger context. Scooby, his uncle, was fine with this. It's the equivalent of your father kicking your disabled cousin for having an accident in the backseat. It's cruel. I mean, I get what you're saying, but also this is... <laughs> Are you sneezing? Um, I'm laughing. <laughs> anyways, um, I don't hate the first movie because Scrappy is the villain. I hate it because of the way they set up the gang... The way they set 
it up makes the gang out as dicks and out of character. And here, let me make a point. The video game has a villain that makes sense without it being scrappy, plus adds more to the lore. Now on to the second big issue. It was made in the 2000s, and you can feel every bit of that. The way the gang fights, and the development of their fight and their get-together. I mean, Daphne being kick-ass is great, but on the other hand, the movie also has the entire monsters possess people storyline, and make, sh- make them... Like, super hippie woke, and God, I don't even want to touch that with a pole. And the body swap sequence, there are times where this movie felt like it was between funny kids movie and the original adult movie it wants to be. That's actually the biggest issue it has, its tone. When in original drafts, it was meant to have more mature storylines, but they wanted to keep it appealing to kids, so what we wound up with was a mess of a movie. One where the villain's motives are evil, but are rooted in trauma. One... Ones where Mystery Inc. are crime-solving teens, but also giant assholes. One where you both do and don't want to root for them. So yeah, that's all my thoughts. I will admit I haven't watched it in a while, but god, I don't have the energy to rewatch it, even if some of, di- some of the dialogue is great. Other parts just make me too mad to even bear. Signed, Scooby Cool 9, 24-year-old giant Scooby fan. I mean, listen, freedom of speech, say whatever you want. This is a scrappy apologist. Mm-hmm. And I, I didn't know they're out there, but they are. So honestly, I it's interesting to hear that people really do love Scrappy this much. I did not know. So I'm looking at the specifically the month the the Mystery Incorporated wiki, mm-hmm. the fandom wiki, whatever. Um, and in that series, there's specifically a scene where Freddie and Daphne are on a date. And Daphne sees Scrappy, and then Fred just Fred before she even has a word in Edgewise, she he just goes, "We we we promise to never speak of him again." What the hell? I thought you were gonna say they like kick him or something. No, um, but the, there's notes in trivia, and it says the gang never speaks of him. It, it, the gang never speaking of him is a reference to Scrappy Doo being blamed for Scooby Doo's decline in the 1980s. Um, and his evil deeds in the 2002 movie. Oh, that's so weird. He was like the cousin Oliver. Like, he was, he jumped the shark. They, wow. Like, forget jumping yeah. the shark. It's like, he peed on Daphne and that's, that's jumping the shark. That's so yeah. weird. So I think, I think a lot of people blame him for Scooby-Doo being, like, losing his popularity. It's because of Scrappy. That's so weird. I had no idea that Scoop- or that Scrappy was the cousin Oliver of this. That's wild. Um, Scrappy done fucked it up. That's wild. But thank you, everyone, for sending in your tweets and your email, ScoobyCool9. Much respect. I get it. I get it. Much respect, but we can... This is a topic that we can agree disagree with and still be I friends. I don't like... Yeah, like, at the end of the day... This isn't us arguing over like social justice and like rights. It's like, do we like Scrappy or not? I don't. I don't necessarily no. hate him. Like I could probably watch him. I would just be very annoyed watching him. You know. Mm-hmm. But I can't remember like specific cartoons where he's in it. But I remember like being annoyed with him. So maybe I'll go back and watch yeah, some, I think it was, some old footage. I think it was the original series, and then it was Scooby and Sha- uh, Scooby, Shaggy, and Scrappy, like that mm-hmm. one. And then because of that decline, I think they did a pup named Scooby Doo to be like, "Look how cute everyone is." I love the pup named Scooby Doo. They were also little. Anyways, um, yeah. Once again, thank you everyone for your thoughts. Juan, what are your final thoughts on the film? 
I love this fucking movie. Five point fucking five out of five. Really? Five point five? You think it's like perfect? I okay five okay I'll give it a four point eight. It's not perfect by any means. Like obviously, like I want the original cut of this movie. Mm-hmm. I want the, the, the launchy. I want. I want. I yeah. Give me the Gosnell cut or whatever his name mm-hmm. is. Um, but yeah, I don't know. I just I like it a lot. It I'm okay with everything. Like the, I mean the email the the person on the email basically was saying how like. It's weird how the how the gang reacted, but like honestly, they're adults. Honestly, like it's probably just because that was we only see that one scene, but it's probably that he's just fucked up so many things so many times. He fully has. He's like, because imagine having that attitude the whole time that you're together, and you're like, I can't with this anymore. I mean, even like, and he says it himself. He says it himself. He's like, either you elect me your leader, or you're out of here. And they said bye. And even Scooby, like his relative is like mm-hmm. did y'all hear something like let's just leave him there like i don't care i don't know him i don't know this person so um anyway so you're doing what are you doing four and a half i'm doing f- 4.8 okay i'm gonna do a four overall i think it holds up very well cgi maybe not so much but i think the writing is very well done there's so many jokes that Mm -hmm. i like jokes and bits i missed out on like running gags um and again i love the i i don't know i love the weird camp energy mm -hmm. of it yes it's kind of cringy to watch oh um but i think that's the point i think everyone was supposed to be like why are we like this yeah and i like like yeah like daphne's fighting sequence like yes like obviously like why is she fighting like this it looks like so like movie like fake but like it's fun Mm -hmm. like i do enjoy the the campiness of it it's funny because like she's supposed to be weak and so now she's doing Mm -hmm. like fucking hitting croucher hitting hidden dragon crouching tiger and like another layer it's funny because it's buffy doing this (laughs) it's her yeah um anyways crouching tiger hidden dragon i would agree that like maybe some of the like the (laughs) black sense that they talk in when they're brainwashed doesn't hold up too well um but they're brainwashed so but that was everyone in the early 2000s yeah that was also everyone in the early 2000s um i wish weezer was in it instead of sugar gay but it's fine i won't hold that i do have that song on my ipod words to me so at least it gave us Can that i'll see you again um but yeah i think this movie is fun and uh, it'll be fun next year to watch the second one because we'll probably do it for next October for more spooks, you know? Um, Hooray. But yeah, now let's give a shout out to the one, the only. Juan, do you want to tell us who Iris is and who Mara is? Because Mara did this month's artwork, which is looking banging, if you ask me. Yes, bang, bang. Um... Iris is our podcast artist. She has, she basically has done everything for us except for our most recent Halloween things, which has been done by Mara Dixon, our other good friend. They both work digitally. They're both amazing artists. Um, you can follow Iris anywhere um, if you want to check out more of her work at Creamsicle Panda, both on Twitter and Instagram. And you can check out Mara, 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 <laughs> who does our Halloween stuff. Mara, Mara, I, I had, I, 
Mara, Mara, Mara. Tony, Tony, Tony. Um, um, you can follow her at Garden Slug underscore. I think, yeah, Garden Slug with two, with two G's. G's at the end and an underscore at the end as well. Yeah, yeah. We love but Mara. they're they're great. Follow them. Um, yeah, just so again, always support local artists as much as you can. It's so easy to buy shit at like IKEA or Target. Just get someone else to do you something better. And I know Mara's doing like different. Um, things every day she's following a prompt for for mm-hmm. october as a lot of so artists check that are out right check now. that so yeah follow mara mara killed it last year with our like casper inspired october design this year we said hey we're gonna do an episode on Coraline, so can you draw us as Coraline characters and she said oh why yes i can and she gave one that mm-hmm. blue beard and said here we go let's rock let's rock today so now we look like Coraline characters and that's really cute um yeah. Anyways, you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Planet Weird Pod. And if you want to support the show, you could leave a rating and review on the uh, Apple Podcasts, you know, on the iTunes store, whatever you want to call it. That would really help us. Even if you don't want to go and... write a review, go just click five stars. It takes two seconds, you know. Tell your tell your friends to listen mm-hmm. and tell them to hit those five stars. Really helps us out. What were you gonna say, one? I was also going to say, you can also help us out financially. Hold on, we're not done. By su- oh, oh, oh. There's a routine. Oh. 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 Okay. Also, make sure you're... Su- I'm just excited. Also, make sure you're subscribed wherever you are listening. Um, and to our YouTube channel, because like we said, a uh, new YouTube video coming soon. We'll have a few new videos up this month to get real spooky and fun with. You know, our annual pumpkin carving. Maybe a video of us in some costumes. We'll see. Uh, so subscribe over there. Link in the description. Um, and you can also support us on Anchor, which is an app where you can listen to podcasts. You can even send us voice messages through there. Um, and most importantly, you can send us money through there. If Just like a, hey, thanks for doing this. I appreciate you. Here's a dollar a month, five dollars a month, whatever. Um, thank you to the people that already do that. That's Emily Palmer, Alexa Pratt, Natalie Hernandez, and Ivy Geller. Like Sarah Michelle Geller. Get it? Um, yes. We have a uh, new October merch that we are printing. Um, not screen printing at home, as we usually do, but going through a, a local uh, person that Juan knows. So... Mm-hmm. We put those up last Thursday on October 1st, but you can uh, get them through Friday, October 9th. So we got... You basically have until October the 9th which to is place your what order. I said just now. Um, you can get hoodies. You were far behind. Hoodies, sweatshirts, uh, long sleeve shirt, t-shirts, your classic t-shirt, bunch of options, a few different colors to choose from. So, you know, if you really want to help us out, support... Uh, you know, go buy something from our store. Link in the description or just podcastfromplanetweird.com slash merch. And gotta say, our boy Paul Hohen, director of many of your favorite DCOMs, directed Camp Rock 2, directed Luck of the Irish, directed Let It Shine, directed Cheetah Girls 3, directed the Zombies films. We know him, we love him, and he bought a hoodie? What? I mean, what? allegedly allegedly um he literally bought a hoodie and then not not only did he just buy a hoodie when i posted saying did you order one to everyone 
just asking if anyone, you know, making sure everyone is ordering. He messaged and said, I bought one. He answered a hypothetical yes! question that he didn't have to answer. And I said, this man is too good to us. So if you want to be... This man said, I'll fully support. If you want to be a cool cat, cool dude like Paul Hohen, then go get your merch. Link in the description, baby, okay? You got till Friday. I very hard on the design. Yeah, the design looks great. Also has a reference to this movie that we talked about today, Spookapalooza, on there. Mm-hmm. So, And it's Scooby-Doo inspired. It's got like a Scooby-Doo font look. Got a little ghost. It looks great. So, yes, thank you, Juan, for doing the art. And yes, y'all, you only have until October 9th, so get your orders in. You don't want to miss out. Because we only release these designs, you know, this one time a year. Next year, new design. Don't you want to be able to say that in 2020, during the COVID pandemic, you got this merch? I think you do, man. And I get it. We're all strapped for cash, but do what you need to do. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Make the hustle happen. You need to rob a bank? No. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear any plans. I didn't. You, I'm what? not aiding and embedding a crook a criminal yeah we can bleep out this whole episode i didn't hear no anything one will know what we said if you need to be you do, you do what you need to do okay um you make it happen uh and next week our episode speaking of Coraline and our podcast art that mara did next up ep- next week's episode is all about Coraline, um which is a movie that first of all so many of you love i know it's one of juan's favorite movies of all time it's also a movie that mm-hmm. last year we did a commentary on and then the audio got all fucked up on it so we never released it and so it's like whose audio it was it was no we were together oh. remember we were together it's because like audacity kept like skipping and usually oh, if we yeah if we do a regular episode i can cut around that but a commentary you can't cut it all has to be no cuts yeah, so it got yeah. fucked up so i decided let's make it up to one and the listeners and just do a regular old episode on it because we owe you that Thank from you so last much. year you know so Coraline is available right now on stars if you have that but otherwise you could rent it or buy it online or maybe find it illegally i don't know i don't know man but we're recording that um next monday october 12th so get your tweets and emails and voice messages and everything in by then if you want to hear us talk about that on the show and that's really it man that's really it so buy your merch that's your big priority and then watch Coraline if you want to get spooky with us hope you enjoyed this first episode of this spooky month we got some spooky movies coming your way this month and hope everyone's doing well make sure you're staying safe drink water one drink some wawas drink waters wear your masks be nice to people don't be an asshole that's what i say um just go casually get a covid test if you need to get a covid test get a covid test if that's gonna put your mind at ease put your mind at ease baby you know they're free so you know after most most places are free i believe right Mm-hmm. So you know what? It's like, oh, I can't get a COVID test because then I'd spend money on that and not the Planet Weird merch. No wrong. You can absolutely buy that Planet Weird merch and get your free COVID test, okay? <laughs> you can do both. It's 2020 and we can have I it all. I was going to say, fuck the merch. We can have it all, okay? Um, but yes, thank you, Evan, for listening. Juan, I hope your COVID results 
come back negative. But if they come back positive, we're here for you, baby. Thank you. I hope it's not the worst it can be if it is positive. That's my biggest hope. Yes. Yes. All right. Well, thank you, everyone, for listening. See you next week for Coraline. Happy October. Get spooky. Boo-hoo-hoo. Boo-hoo-hoo. All right. And then here's that pop-punk Scooby-Doo. I'll see you again. No, it's going to be the Scooby-Doo theme. Bye. Gotcha, gotcha. Bye. Here are you. You're ready and you're willing.